dog? Where you been? Boy, get your ass out of here with that shit. What you mean? Where you been, dog? I've been out here waiting on your ass. You been watching some stupid show? <laughs> show was fire, man. Man. Probably a and it was so crazy is that like so when i texted you it was like yeah man let's get ready i'm not gonna lie like i was lying like i wasn't ready i know but, you was watching the show but then i went to log into skype and like <laughs> skype wilded out on me <laughs> like get yeah. it locked up all my shit so i had to unlock my shit real quick but uh it's yeah. all good man uh, every time dynamite goes off like TNT and TBS, the geniuses, the geniuses. They always got this little, like, ran, like, it used to be, like, Taken. It used to show Taken all the time <laughs> on TNT. Or, like, Rush Hour 3. Or, like, Go Big Show. You know what I'm saying? But they had this show called Rat in the Kitchen. Yeah, man. Yeah. And I'm a, I'm a sucker for that kind of shit. Like, I'm a sucker for game shows where you try to figure out shit. Like, if it's a countdown and I got time, I'm going to see what number one is. You know what I'm saying? That's but, what you did tonight. Yeah, for sure, man. But this show is about, like, these six chefs. Uh, six chefs. And they're trying to figure out, like, who the rat in the kitchen is who is, like, sabotaging everything. And uh, I'm a sucker for that shit, man. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a 38-year-old brunette woman. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, man. For sure. I can't you ain't got the camera on. My camera's on. Are you trying to you trying to see my my new <laughs> brunette hair? No, I just ain't I mean not ain't on mine, bro. Uh oh. See? Do you see? This shit playing with me, dog. That's what you that's what you get for watching these rat shows. Well, all it means is you get to miss out on my face. That's really Good. all it means. Good. It's all good, man. What's going on with you, player? Playboy. You better have a story for me, man. All this all this impatience. Nah, man, ain't no impatience. Yeah, all right. Just hanging out waiting, you know. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying, man. You know, my desk. I'm just hanging out. <laughs> don't don't want to miss the call, you know. No doubt. And it's I feel like, you. And it's like the minutes are just passing. Damn, man, can't wait to... Get on, get on with Juve, with Juvie, yeah. and chat it out with my guy. The Game Show Network. <laughs> it's been two weeks. You see the Game Show Network. I mean, listen, man. I, I, I love that shit, man. Supermarket Sweep was my shit. They got a new one with, like, Guy Fieri and shit. That's, it's like Supermarket Sweep. They're just not calling it Supermarket Sweep. So I forget what it's called. Oh. Guy Fieri's hot hot run or something i don't fucking know i really just made that up get like food like in a matter of seconds to basically go basically learning products and their names and stuff i don't i don't watch it i went and watched a uh, i'm not gonna tell you how i came upon this but there was a uh a supermarket sweep tv network i, I bet <laughs> like I went I went somewhere and like I was trying to watch the Warriors play against the Mavericks. This is the Western Conference Finals. This was a couple weeks ago. And they didn't have TNT. But they had they had the goddamn Supermarket Sweep <laughs> channel. They had the Family Feud channel, the South Park channel, fucking specific channels for TV shows. They have TNT. Air- so, say again. Paramount Plus? 
No, I wish. <laughs> I wish. It just oh, <laughs> mad channels, hundreds and hundreds of channels. It was ridiculous. They just didn't have <laughs> the Western Conference Finals. Um, what's up, bro? How you been, man? How, how you feeling, man? How you been? Good, man. Fucking, I got I got cooked over the weekend, man. Fucking Uh-oh. sunburnt, so I'm dealing with that. Cooked. I got cooked pretty. Like, dude, it was just on the back of my arms too. Like, like uh-huh. look at like look at this. this is all white. Yeah. Hey, okay. Hey, Look nah, you. man. <laughs> <laughs> looking like a medium steak. <laughs> looking, looking, yeah. looking rare. I was cool though. Fucking got to see some homies over the weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Took my homies' boat out. Okay, that was cool. Nice, nice, nice. I saw you. Uh, I saw you gallivanting. You know what I'm saying? Being a little, being a little hottie over the weekend. Ordered like 200 wings on Saturday night. <laughs> was super tight, bro. If you, I, do you fuck with Hooters at all? Because I don't really fuck with Hooters. But it's this shit, it's great. I haven't I haven't had it in a while. Actually, I haven't had it since I lived in city. I'm moving back to, so I haven't had it in a few years. Got this shit called the Daytona sauce. That shit is decent. Yeah, it's like it sweet is, but a little kicky. That shit is. Yeah, that's actually what I get when I go to Hooters. <laughs> that's hey, what's brother, up. Say what? They're all flats. Yeah? You prefer flats? I mean, it don't matter to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel I mean, you. Flats pretty fast. I can kill the flats pretty fast. <laughs> I, I don't think... <laughs> I was going to ask how you do it. I don't think I want to know. Oh, you don't know? Nah, you just... Like, it's like it's like the lighter here, you know? You just grab the top of it and like, bow, back <laughs> down. Back. All that meat comes off, you know? <laughs> I'm more of a finesse with my flats. I split them in half by hand. See, like you don't have, you don't have this mustache though, like I do. Yeah, so just so bash it, that. and then all the meat just, <laughs> you know, flats and crab legs. I gotta see Ren go to fucking work. <laughs> I'll just bring knife. I'll fucking I'll just bring my knife with me. The crab legs. I'll just fucking bash Smack it with, with knife at yeah. the table. Oh, with the with the with the butt the butt of the knife. <laughs> With the glass breaker. Uh, that's funny. I'm not, I'm nice with the crab legs, man. I don't even need a. Uh, I only need a cracker on like the the claws. Because I mean yeah. that's that's the claw. You say what? Bust it? Just just bust it with a knife. <laughs> I places I've been out to eat and like with a, like a group of fucking people. Yeah. Like, you know, like you go out to eat and like they got those knives and like they're dull as shit. Uh, so I just fucking so yo ass. <laughs> Start cutting up the steak. Well, my pocket knife. Fucking, fucking Arthur Morgan ass. <laughs> I grill the steak. I grill the steak on the knife, and then I eat the steak with the knife. That's right. That is funny as hell. I actually, uh, as a birthday gift to myself, uh, happy belated birthday to me. Uh, as a birthday gift to myself, I like restarted my PlayStation because I was like, man, I want to fucking play video games. And I'm not gonna buy another PlayStation Four. I would just wait until the fives are back out. But I ain't want to be without for so long. So I started a new Red Dead. I didn't get very far. I went to sleep. Uh, happens. I try to start that shit over, and it's like, God damn, I gotta fucking gallop so far with this fucking right. horse. <laughs> for so sure. I need that fast travel map ASAP, yeah, dude. ASAP, man. It was smooth, man. I had um. I had racked my brain, like, not super racked it, but, like, fake racked my brain for a couple weeks. Like, man, I want to, 
do something like on my birthday but like monday came and i was like nah Mm -hmm. just gonna ignore my phone and uh hang out with myself and take a day to just just kick it so that's what i did man i kicked it man um ignoring my phone but i kind of turned into like instead of like one big ass thing i kind of turned it into like a birthday week so like and not like the corny social media it's oh it's june it's my birthday all month right like you do the you said what <laughs> what what you say pardon Pardon? You do that. Yeah, right. Yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, s- sell the story. Um, yeah, so like on Sunday, uh, I- I'll tell you what I did off off mic on Sunday. Uh, Monday I kicked it. Tuesday I actually took my team to Top Golf because I had been uh, I've been running my team ragged, running them through the like out of necessity. I just ain't had a choice. I've been running. I've been putting them through it. Um, trying to get him through this first part of busy season. Um, so, yeah, I had a little team outing, went top golfing. That was my first time top golfing. That was cool. Uh, Wednesday, the boy TTG came to town. We uh, we went to AEW Dynamite. I know you didn't fall asleep during that one. I did not fall asleep during that one. When a man was, oh, is that a goddamn? Uh, no, that shit was, that shit was a time and a half, bro. Um, I'm not sure where to put this in the show, but like it was uh I realized because uh the 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 boy we went to the uh Survivor series with, I don't know how I don't know how comfortable are saying names. I I'm I'm in and out of it. But uh when bro put a post up, he was like uh hey man, Juven Ren took me to my first one. It was a fucking hell of a time, right? And then I realized me and you are responsible for two grown men getting to see Sting make a return in the same city. That's a good call. Yeah. Because, dude, when, 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 spoiler alert, even though it already aired, but when Sting came out, and I was all sitting there, all the adrenaline died down, my nigga was like, dog, I just saw, like, my childhood fucking hero make a, re-. and I'm like, my guy, my guy, dap, slap fives, pounds, um. Yeah, man. Feel like a kid again. Feel like a kid again, man. Dope time. Hell of a that night. Was, that was almost a pay per view caliber card. <sighs> Fucking right, it was. Golly, dog. Golly. Um. Yeah, we can talk more about that card as we talk about Forbidden Door a little later. But um, no, it was a good week, man. It was a good time. Um, just enjoyed myself, man. Got and then got back to this. Got back to this work. Um. I did a show. Are you familiar with, if I say Matt James, what does that mean to you? Not a thing. So if I said somebody told me I look like and kind of act like Matt James, what would it mean to you? I don't know him. Well, for about seven to eight seconds, I was like, but then around second eight and second nine, I was a little insulted. But I couldn't I couldn't show it. Matt James is the name of the first black bachelor. (laughs) (laughs) I swear you said you wanted to be on one of those types of shows like a long time ago on here. 
and he and he took my dream from me. So that's one reason why I'm a little upset. Because for years I made the joke about wanting to be the first black bachelor. But here's the thing: when I saw the first black bachelor, y'all can go back to whatever episode that was, and I looked at the first black bachelor. I said, "This fucking corn." Because I find, listen, you you want to know my other one of my other dreams was, but I think this got somewhat rectified in a music video. I don't know if they kissed or not, but one of my dreams was to kiss Taylor Swift in a music video in front of her daddy, and then run away. See ya. Because that's the kind of shit that amuses me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's that's the kind of social experiment shit that I find funny. So I see Matt James, and I'm like. That boy ain't got no waves. That boy ain't got no earrings. Like, he can't even tie a do-rag. This boy is mad safe, right? <laughs> mad safe. And he was going to piss off people just by the virtue of being the first black bachelor. Like, I, I didn't look up the ratings. And I'm sure the ratings for the first black bachelor plummeted. I'm sure they went down, down, down. Because the idea... Of this black man on primetime television, it don't matter how safe he is, choosing from this litany of Britneys and Ambers and Candaces, and then like a, a a Natalia, and then maybe like a Bianca, it's just not gonna sit right with a lot of the country. And I wanted that to be me. <laughs> I wanted that to be me. That's season two. And there's the, yeah, because listen, that for sure. For sure. We had to break the barrier. We had to get Obama out the way. <laughs> but I want to be on primetime network TV with do-rags on and earrings and making sure that white girl like rubs my hair in the right brush pattern because I work really hard on my way. Yeah, <laughs> they'll probably they'll probably hit the cutting room floor, but listen, man, the DVD extras. <laughs> the fucking DVD extras. I ain't gonna work. <laughs> man, I need that, man. This coordinator. And uh, her assistant said, I look, I look like and act like Matt James. I'm like, shorty. Like, I can't say, no, I'm just being professional black so I don't scare you. Like, you can't just say that out loud to people. But, like, that's the life, man. That's the life we got to live with where I got to present myself as if I'm one of the good ones. And I, and I like, I'm fucking Matt James. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to check this shit out to see. Yeah, I might might throw it in the IG post. See their similarities. I might have to take a little split screen. Uh, high key, fuck. Man, I know the exact picture I can use, too. I'm tight. I'm tight. I'm going to play into this. But, yeah, man, you can't tell these professional white women that, like, nah, I, like, I say nigga sometimes. And I can tie a do-rag very well. Say what? You didn't say that at all on television? I'm sure it didn't make it to television, no. I'm sure it didn't make it. I'm sure it didn't make it. It's 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 tough, man. Cause that shit kind of plays into like outside of like yeah, safe black dude and the games we gotta play to be safe black dudes. But like that shit plays into like I, there's not a lot of buttons that can like instantly get me. And I shouldn't say this on a, on a podcast, but like my first button is saying like is like telling me what I don't understand, right? Because if I don't understand it, I'll tell you I don't understand it. But if I understand it, I understand it, right? But the second one, they kind of tie in together loosely, is focusing too much on my looks. Let it out. 
man. I can see, I can see you. See, I'm just here to jot all these these little notes down. Just you know for when you want to for when you want to piss me off. <laughs> Cause, like, okay, I'm trying to, I'm trying to put this up the right way, right? You know what gets me the most likes on Facebook now? Titty pics. Yes. <laughs> yes. When my titties are out, right? I just got these titties like a year ago. Like I've been, I've been, I've been working on these titties for years. I've been working on them for like five, six years. I just got them a year and a half ago. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, that gets the most likes. But when I want to say something from my brain or from my heart, one or two likes, right? And here's the thing: what up? Ain't no titty. Ain't no titty, right? That might be the title. Ain't no titty. And and I only use it as a barometer. I'm not here for the likes, but like it's interesting what gets the people going. But to see what gets the people going means that it can unfairly put me or you or anyone in a certain light. Like you have said some really incredible things on the pod and in person. Like I've known you for this long, but there's a a segment of people like that's the shotgun guy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, and so like for me, I think I told you a story about when I worked at a car lot, and one of my coworkers just thought I was. She said, "You know, this whole time I thought you were just a looks guy." Bitch, <laughs> dog. Thank you, thank you. You know the Key and Peele sketch where you got Obama and you got Obama's thought process. We should yeah. re- we should redo that. Um. Yeah, so that kind of stuck with me because then she was like, "Oh wow, I realized like you're a man of substance." Here's the thing, man. Remember two weeks ago when I said the cutest chick in the world is the is the big girl who lost all the weight because she had to be funny. I just got like to be a seven out of ten, like a week ago. I'm the big girl. Who had to be funny all her life and then got cute. I'm the big girl. For you. you said what? A social media for you. Dude, that's this life for you, man. People people don't believe you can be more than one thing. Listen, I was skinny. I was, quote, too black for the white kids, too white for the black kids. I didn't fit in. I was probably like goofy cute. So I had to be smart. Like my brain got me. Everywhere I've ever been until I got these titties a year and a half ago. And now I can be brainy, but I can like pull a titty out. I used to have shit in titties to get the likes. Exactly. I, 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 that's what I'm going to do. Just, just pull out my dick cleavage and then like trick them with some brainiac shit on top of it. I'm social media is so fucking stupid and weird like that. Like, Well, like I said, it was... Go ahead. Well, I was gonna say, well, even even the girl, like we weren't social media friends. Like it was in person. She was like, "Oh, I thought you were a looks guy." I'm like, "Uh, "I just I use shower gloves. I don't. (laughs) My pants fit. I like fitted polos. I don't know what to say. I'm very insulted. You can't. (laughs) So what? I was trying to give you some dig. So what? I'm thinking about getting some shower gloves for work when I'm washing some dishes." Swear, I don't think it works that way. Yeah, man, soap. 
<laughs> you know? I mean, yeah, I guess that counts. Damn, I guess that does count. You know? I'm a little sick that that counts a little bit. <laughs> Damn, dog. Huh. You, next, time you, next time you come to the crib, you're going to see some shower gloves. <laughs> <laughs> In the kitchen. <laughs> you might have to make a TikTok of you washing dishes with shower gloves. I might have to get a TikTok. Yeah, it ain't. They stop. Well, I mean, they they stop fucking taking my videos down. I had to tell them professional. (laughs) You know, professional. Stop fucking with my shit. But apparently, apparently, like it was just because the blade of the knife. Like if you have like an open knife, you're gonna take you down for dangerous activities. You were just cracking crab legs. (laughs) I am dangerous activities. I am dangerous. Oh my god, that is funny as shit, man. I, don't, I might have to I, not even to post content, but like I've always been late to social media waves. Me too. And just cause like whatever, like I'm cool. I don't follow the I don't follow the trends, but like TikTok is a fucking future, man. That's where a lot of information is. Um, a lot of stupid. Uh, incorrect information or two i'm sure i'm sure i'm sure that yeah um if there's if there's people there's gonna be people who are both loud and wrong uh and if there's anything i hate you can't be loud and wrong you can't be both you gotta be one or the other you can either be loud or you can be wrong you 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 can't you can't be both but i don't know i might fuck around and get a tiktok man just to see some more info out there at least make it like a conduit for maybe like i don't know stuff we do i don't know i don't know just a thought man just 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 a thought dog a thotty um i got some news today man you ever heard and this ain't really news this kind of came up in a conversation you ever heard of being trans able fuck no dude what the fuck is that i think you could probably figure it out (laughs) i can do this but i don't want to do this or like what So, apparently, and now this is just handed down to me. Apparently, there's a a contingent of able-bodied people who feel like they don't deserve to be able-bodied. Who feel like they should be... (laughs) Who feel like they should be disabled. So... Jump down a flight of stairs or something, you dumb motherfucker. <laughs> so there have been reports of people <laughs> who, who could could see perfectly uh, pouring bleach in their eyes. <laughs> there, have been, there have been reports of people who could walk the narrowest of narrow lines um, having procedures to chop their fucking legs off. Bro, <laughs> you might as well just go all in if you want that. It's like get fully paralyzed, bro. Well, somebody like break my fucking back or my neck. That's like, what's dude, happening what out the here. Fuck, that is what is happening out here. The the trans able community, um, like the t- <laughs> yo, <laughs> or they fucking going mute on purpose. Shit. <laughs> 
Dog, they, like here's the shit they don't want to hear, and then boom, just they're fucking say, mute. They fuck can't it. hear. Yeah, they just you know? took a power drill to their eardrums. Was like, nah, I don't want to hear no more of this shit no more. Dog, yeah, man. That's that's. <sighs> Come on. That's what's happening. I'm wondering how you could lose your sense of smell. Like, I get y'all, you could lose touch, lose your ability to walk. I'm that thinking just the senses. <laughs> to spite your fucking face, yep. <laughs> <laughs> but see, here's the thing. Here's the thing that that, that caught me, because we were just, just talking about it. And my guy goes, now, because you know, like, with certain, you know, disabled um, you know, people in the community, like, there's government assistance. Like, <laughs> does the government like help in their assistance? Um, they gonna that, help. <laughs> Goddamn right, they are gonna help. Now that they are, uh, now that they are disabled, I'm have to learn more about this. Um, if any listener, straight up, you can sue a motherfucker saying you're transabled. <laughs> you probably win. <laughs> You know, trans able. Listen, listen, listen. I was born how I was born. I love me, myself, and I. I don't intend to ever change uh, my gender. But this is some this is some some sketch comedy show shit waiting to happen. <laughs> like I totally listen. If you want. It, you say, fuck, man, listen, listen. And it's a bunch of, I, if you want to listen, you want to you wanna change your gender to what you feel like you feel like you live, I get it. Listen, I saw a video, and I won't dig too deep into it because <laughs> that's a whole bucket of worms, but it was uh, some talk show, and there was a guy, he wasn't bashing the transgender community, but he was, like, bringing logic to it because there was a transgender woman uh, on the panel, too, and... He was saying the, the 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 newly minted woman was saying that you know they just always grew up feeling like a woman, and my man goes, "What does that mean?" <laughs> so I always feel like a woman. Okay, what does that mean? What what is a woman? <laughs> and it got to be. So, I'm sitting there like, ooh, let's get it, ooh, let's get it, right? Because again, your body, your choice, but. Like, what does that mean? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So they never, they never figured out. If I can find a video, I'm gonna try to post it too, because you know THC. We go there. Um, but in in that vein, like, okay, you know, you wanna you wanna change your your, your physical makeup? I get it. But like, I ain't never in my life found something so laughable as you know what man i don't i don't deserve all these senses i don't deserve to walk or do cartwheels or hear i don't deserve to shit <laughs> i don't deserve to be able to bust crab legs open with the butt of my knife you know i don't oh. I hate... what the fuck bro mm-hmm yeah man so I need to I need to look up more info. Um, shout out to uh, shout out to all THC listeners of all backgrounds, of all abilities or lack of abilities. Salute, salute! <laughs> Cheers to y'all, clink. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, this might be a good time. I want to thank y'all for pressing play on episode 156 of the Hard Camera THC C L V I and I am your guy, <clears throat> your guy Jew J U V just under your vision. I'm here with my tag team partner as always, Big Ren, the legendary, and together we are Bob Holly and the One Two Three Kid. Big Ren, let me know if you reach on the social medias, dog. I don't know if I wanna. <laughs> Me and all of my able-bodied antics. <clears throat> oh, all right, yeah, all you sick motherfuckers out there, you mm-hmm. can find me on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at a motherfucker a underscore m a a f f h u c k a. Check it the fuck out. No doubt. Even thought about redownloading Snapchat. I'll tell you why in a bit. Um, yeah, I know that's crazy, right? Hit me on Twitter and the instant grams at Juvie Desai. You know that's J U V I D E S A Y U N O. Check out the show page. Me and Big Ren on the show page on Twitter on the instant grams at the Hard Camera. Live coverage, witticisms, predictions, whatnot, heretofore things of it, things of that nature, and etc. But of course, you already know, man. Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcast, Breaker, and Radio Public. Heartwarming content, heart-building content, content that will never cut its nose off to spite its face. Content that will hopefully (laughs) (laughs) help us pay our bills. Big Ren, we have a fully loaded AEW and New Japan Pro Wrestling presents Forbidden Door coming this Sunday. But first, before we get to the card... Let's break now how we've uh, done so far, predictions-wise. Big win, sitting at 16 of 22, 72.72%. You got Juve, sitting at 16 of 22, 72.72%. I got a feeling this card might make some changes, man. It's a thick, thick boy of a card. Um... How you feel about the card on paper, man? And then we can talk about how you uh how we feel about just the the build of this whole thing. But just looking at the card on paper, how you think about the matches? I mean, they they're interesting. <laughs> okay. Um, it's gonna be a good one. It'll be fun. But it, this is just I don't know. This is just kind of weird to me. I mean, like I asked you earlier, if this is like a company versus company type of thing, Correct. you know, like a Survivor Series type deal, right? And it's not. Correct. So that kind of changes a lot of things for me. Okay. Tell me about it. I mean, like, I don't know, like, who's the best company type of thing. Like, that's what I was kind of thinking they were getting at. Kind of like a, um, like you said, Survivor Series, but also we take it back in the day, 95, I think it was WCW did a a WCW versus New Japan pay-per-view. Where it was like a best of seven. And, um... Sting brought it home for WCW. They won four to three, I believe. Um, so yeah, no, not exactly like a, a competitive. Um, and a couple of these matches do have that aspect. Maybe one or two of them. Um, most it's like a showcase of both. Just both companies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does that take away from the enjoyment for you, or a little bit? Mm. Just because it's not a full AEW pay per view, okay. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like they're sharing in the pay per view. I got you. I got you. Oh. 
I uh, and I'm not familiar with a lot of these New Japan. Got you. Sure. And to be quite honest, I don't really watch any New Japan either. So I only I'm only you know slightly familiar with with a few. Of course, you know I've seen Okada, uh, yeah. Tanahashi. Um, uh, let me see who else has to look through the card. Uh, Minoru Suzuki. Who had the hour long match with Kenny Omega like at Wrestle Kingdom? Okada. Okay, like I, I watched that one. I watched yep. that hour long match. That was fire. Right, right, right. The, uh, it, it doesn't necessarily take away from the enjoyment for me. There's some stories I can't necessarily sink into because of you know for the most part there aren't a lot of stories. Um, a lot of it is you know there's some matches that are that are feeding into um, and of course we'll break it down match by match, but progressing the uh, the JAS versus BCC story, um, the Sting and Darby Allen versus. Which is kind of turning into a undisputed elite story where where it was just O'Reilly and uh, Fish and O'Reilly. Now it's kind of bringing the Young Bucks into it. Um, the inner story of Jay White, Hangman Page, Adam Cole, and, and Okada um, based on history. But also kind of based on what's going on with New Japan. And here's the thing too. Not watching New Japan, I also don't know what stories they're progressing. Did they have a weekly show? I don't know if it's a weekly show, and that's the thing. I got to get more familiar with it. They had a show called Dominion, which I don't believe is a weekly show. I think it's 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 one of their shows. But again, not the New Japan, not not the not the New Japan artists here. But do they have like do they have like a YouTube series like to keep these like the stories like, like yeah yeah exactly. I'm gonna Google real quick um, Dominion because I know Dominion. Okay, it looks like Dominion is a yearly card, yeah, an annual event. So I'm not sure about their weekly product, to be quite honest. Um, so I'm not sure about a weekly product, but I know they got the story of Okada and Jay White as Jay White just defeated Okada for the title. Um, what else I got here? We got the Jeff Cobb and Great Okan, um, uh, part of the 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 United shit Will Ospreay's group, United Empire. Um, so yeah, it, it it's a it's. For American fans who are familiar with the names in any event, it's a showcase. Uh, for fans who want more of like a narrative involved, it's not going to be that kind of pay per view. And there are some slight narratives, but like we just said, it's not. It's this isn't your regular pay per view, right? Um, but you know, it, it's reminiscent of things in the past. It's still wrestling. Um, it's still wrestling. So, word, man. Let's. Uh, we got a thick one. Like I said, a thick boy of a card. Uh, let's start here, man. Announced this past Dynamite, the Young Bucks, Hikuleu, El Fantasmo versus Sting, Darby Allen, Shingo Takagi, and Hiromo Takahashi. So Kyle's not involved in this. Kyle is not involved. That's fucking weird to me. Is it? I mean, with the shit that just happened on Rampage, yeah. Sure. And that was that's what I was kind of thinking, too. Like, it started out as a Fish and O'Reilly thing versus Sting and Darby Allen. And, you know, they took Sting out, and then they got their revenge. So they took out Fish, um, took a baseball bat to Kyle's nuts. Blast uh, him. Blast some shits. Blast some shits right to Mars. <laughs> Say what? He kicked it. <laughs> yeah, he did, actually. He did kick the bat, didn't he? He, he did. Um, which, yeah, now, you know, kind of transitioning into Sting and Darby versus the Bucks. Maybe that's our first, uh, maybe that's the Bucks' first tag team title defense. Um, how you see this going? So the titles aren't on the line for this, right? Nope. Eight man tag. 
Bullet Club reunites for one night only. One of the original uh, members. I'm. I mean, just because the titles aren't on the line, I'm going to go with the uh, Sting and Darby on this, okay. really. And then that could build up to like what you were just saying, a uh, little feud between right. Darby and the Bucks. But I mean, fuck the Bucks, man. I mean, they're safe wrestlers and shit, and like their matches are pretty choreographed. So that'd probably be a safer route for Sting. But I feel like he's not, he can't do as much as he used to do. And those, all right. those, all three of those dudes, high octane, flippity doos, you know. True, good old flippity doos. Um, and that's a good to have a veteran like Sting in there to keep him grounded. He'll probably pull off, and it's a good match to to protect Sting, right? It's not a. I don't think he's had a one on one match in AEW, has he? I think so. So everything he's done has been like some kind of brawl. Um, he had the uh, the cinematic match against uh, Pretty Ricky, what they call him, um, and Powerhouse Hobbs, or what the entire team has. Um, yeah, brawls with you know the Hardy Boys, you know eight man tags, and there's another eight man tag where we can camouflage Sting a little bit, but he can still be that veteran presence. Um, I. I don't know. I want to see the, the. I mean, it's a Bullet Club reunion. But again, it sounds like we're progressing a lot of AEW stories indirectly. Well, indirectly, I shouldn't say indirectly. We're directly kind of progressing this story. Um, I'll go Sting and and Co. Sting and Company. Um, yeah, there's the thing, man. Sting is worldwide. Sting is, Sting is forever. So the nice visual of Sting celebrating with Darby, and um, you know, two two superstars from New Japan. I've heard of Shingo Takagi. Takagi, um, I may have seen a match. I'm not sure. I, I, I know the name. I'm not sure about Takahashi. Um, but hey, a showcase, a showcase. Yeah. Um, dig it, man. So Zach Saber Jr. Let's actually rewind it, man. Brian Danielson opened up AEW Dynamite. It was like, look, dog, Forbidden Door. It's gonna be fire. Blood and guts is gonna be fire. Two different types of fire. One's going to be red fire. One's going to be blue fire. But they're still going to be fire. Put them together make purple fire. I, however, will not be part of neither one. Neither one. He has chosen a hand-picked person against Zack Sabre Jr. Now, later on in Dynamite, Excalibur said, and I don't know if he mentioned this during the promo because I missed the first 30, 35 minutes. But I, when I came in at Dynamite, Excalibur said that this was going to be the newest member of the Blackpool Combat Club. Is this correct? Oh, okay. This is what Excalibur said. Now, I didn't see the Brian Danielson promo. Did he say well, that? I, he said, well, I thought he said to the newest member to the AEW roster. Okay, so we got a little continuity issue there. Maybe Excalibur said something he shouldn't have, or maybe just, you know, continuity issue. Um,. So, we got Zack Sabre Jr. versus Question Mark Man. Um, First off, who do you think Question Mark Man is? Said it's a very good technical wrestler. Mm -hmm. One of the best. Somebody that he trusts a lot. And I've got no fucking... Kane. (laughs) Team Hell No Hell Yes reunites. I, I I got an idea. Maybe fucking... I mean, go ahead. Go nah, ahead and do yours. Okay. Go, go. Uh, you sure? Thanks. All right. I, uh, you, I, I threw this name out 
way back at the beginning of Blackpool Combat Club. Um, and then when Excalibur said the newest member of Blackpool Combat Club, I was like, oh, it's gotta be Cesaro. You were gonna say, yeah. yeah it's gotta be Cesaro. That's who it is. Say what? I, that's who it is? Fuck yeah. <sighs> Chicago gonna lose it, man. Chicago's gonna lose it. I mean, I've seen results. I've seen reports. I've seen, hey, man, Cesaro, he might sign with WWE. Because, listen, man, he knows he's not gonna be used any higher than a mid Carter. But it may just be, you know, best for him. And I've seen people be like, oh, man, what an awful decision. He needs to do what's best for him. Hey, guys, we don't know shit. Just want to reiterate, we don't know shit. I'm not going to tell these grown men what's best for them. Right? If Cesaro does go back to WWE, more power to him. Because that is what's best for him and his family. The, to, to say something is not the best for him is taking the perspective away from him and talking about us. It means we'll miss out on some certain dream matches or a new f- roster of matches. But it don't mean that he didn't make a decision good for him. If the decision is good for him, it's good for him, right? But damn, man, the way this is laid out. <laughs> I can see this happening, dude. Yeah. Because here's the rule with fill-ins. If you can't do what was promised, you have to do something bigger. Yeah. And now here's the thing. On the surface, Cesaro or Claudio Castagnoli is not a bigger name than Brian Danielson. However, within the context of this show, of Chicago, of how they cater to the fan base, of a worthy debut who's going to make a splash and have a great fucking match instantaneously, he fits right in. Book that shit. Book that shit. He's vicious enough to join the Blackpool Combat Club. I don't know who else it could be. And him and Blood and Guts would be fire, too. Would be fire. <laughs> fire, fire. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know who else it could be. Who else could it be? I mean, like, once he said the technical shit... Bray Wyatt's out of there. Yeah. Oh. Right. But uh, Yeah, I can't think of anybody else. I can think of one name, but I can't. I'm not sure that I see them in the Blackpool Combat Club unless you're just showing another dimension of Johnny Gargano. Shit. Johnny you know, Gargano is. Say what? Yes, yeah. Regal's boy. Yes, yeah, Regal's boy. Shit. Johnny Gargano and Zack Sabre Jr. Johnny Gargano fucking p- <laughs> dropping elbows on cat's necks. That would go way crazier for Gargano than with Cesaro, I think. Ooh, I think. <sighs> Either way. Yeah. Either way, man. Uh, it's two, I'm good. Say what? If it's either of those two, yeah. Dude, I, I can't think of anybody else. Um. That would do it. I mean, it'd have to be an AEW signee. Because there's no straight-up New Japan match on the card. There's some straight-up AEW matches on the card, but there's no straight-up New Japan match on the card. So, hmm. 
let alone handpicked. Worked myself into a shoot, brother. Now it's got it's got to be one of two of those guys. Uh, who do you think takes it, man? Zach Saber Jr. or Mystery Man? Mystery Man. It's got to be Mystery Man. Got to be. It has to be Mystery Man. Zach Saber Jr. is about to show his ass, and especially if it's either one of the two guys that we said, whole lot of ass gonna get shown, dog. Yeah. Whole lot of likes on Facebook. <laughs> hmm. Yes, sir. Rebob. All right. Pushing forward, man. Six man tag action. <laughs> so we were at the fucking dynamite. And I, for some reason, was like, yeah, man, Chris, Jer- I'm telling Tito, man, Chris Jericho, man, he's about to get his hair cut tonight, dog. And then goddamn Fuego Del Sol's mask came out and smacked Ortiz upside the head with a baseball bat. I look up at the screen. And I got my hands on my like, oh, I got my hands on my head, right? Shenanigans, right? I look up at the screen. I'm like, that's Sammy. That's fucking Sammy. As soon as I had a close-up of the face, oh, I that's, guess. Oh, that's fucking Sammy. AEW brings out the kids, dude. I hate to, yeah. I, had to I had to go left, but like, it brings out the kids. But I mean, it brings out the 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 the, the kids whose parents are longtime fans. <laughs> there was a child. There was a family of four in front of us. Uh, man, two kids, and and his wife, and uh, I forgot what happened throughout that night. What match was it? Someone's shoe came loose or came off. What is that again? Water, water match. Got you. Now this young man, I'm gonna call him a young man. All all eight or nine years of him, he goes. Oh my gosh, that's just like Eddie Guerrero. See? And I said, yo, I love that he knows that Eddie Guerrero spot. From WrestleMania 20, 18 yeah. years ago. Because I'm not even close to 18. Bruh, we got a student here. <laughs> we got a student here, and his pops brought him, brought him along. His pop saluted me because I said out loud, I was like, yo, I, I love that he, I said it to Tito, yo, I love that he knows that Eddie Guerrero spot. My man smiled, I pointed at him, you know what I'm saying, Juve love the kids. My man was like, you know, my man saluted him, like, yeah, my guy. Um, but there were a lot, a lot of kids at AEW. Like, a lot. Um, there's a conversation to be had there about pro wrestling and it, and its grasp on, on, on different demographics, but... A lot of kids there. So I can imagine 10, 15 years from now. All new breed of fans. Different conversations. And, and yeah, this is this is interesting to me. So something to watch out for. Uh, long story short, though, Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara, Minoru Suzuki versus Eddie Kingston, Wheeler Yuta, and Shota Umino. Uh, Chris Jericho and the squad are going to take this. Yeah. And Eddie Kingston and the boys are going to take blood and guts. Complete agreement. Um, yeah. Th- there's yeah, complete agreement. Um, Chris Jericho's about to go on fucking tour, it, so he's gonna get murdered. He has to. Go. He has to get murdered. Um, he cut. He made Ortiz cut his hair and cheat it. Uh, in hindsight, I should have been like, oh yeah, well Jericho's definitely gonna win because he's got to get his ass kicked in blood and guts. They have to keep building that heat, right? Anytime Lance Archer's on TV, he's losing. He's taking the L. 
super L. He there was no way Chris Jericho and Lance Archer were a gonna beat <laughs> Moxley and Tanahashi, and there was no way Jericho was gonna take that pin so close to the pay per view and blood and guts. Archer was there to get murked. Um, like that like that matchup, I was thinking, I was what the fuck. Yeah, one of which one of these things is not like the other. Yeah, for real, for real. Um, of the six guys here, man, I, I could I I could see Shoto Minu. Th- th- there's like a big like who what? Yeah, this is gonna be a great showcase for him to show his ass. To be, it's a great showcase for him and Wheeler Yuta. But Wheeler Yuta has a he has the the constant connection. He's going to be on weekly television. But uh, Umino, this is a hell of a showcase for him to show his ass too. A um, lot, lot of Facebook likes. Yeah, say that again. I'm sorry. Be a good time. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, I think he eats the pen. Yeah, me too. And I actually, I I think nobody else can honestly say again. I don't think anybody else can. Nobody else can. Um, Kingston and maybe Wheeler Yuta goes into blood and guts. Um, Chris Jericho is in blood and guts. Say again. Oh, Wheeler Yuta's already in it. Did they announce him in it? I think he is. Okay. Yeah, yeah that makes sense, being part of the BCC. Um, I'd, be, I'd be so close to saying BBC so much. What's that mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh, British Broadcasting Channel. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if Sammy Guevara's in. I know he's part of the JAS. I don't know if he's technically in it or not. Um, but it's Minoru Suzuki as well. So I can imagine him um, getting the pin over, over Shota. Just, you know, re- reestablish the heat on the heel side. Get Suzuki a win, showcase, you know, each side. And they still push that, that story forward. So might be a low-key sleeper. Have we agreed on Yeah, we've agreed on everything. It's only been... Uh, Three matches. We got some time, though. Um, for the IWGP United States Championship, we've got Will Ospreay taking on Orange Cassidy. Talk to me, dog. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. <laughs> Title changes hands on this one. <laughs> he said, ain't no way. No chance. No chance in hell. Spray man, that motherfucker is—he is a maniac. Listen, him and Dax. Yeah, that was outrageous, dude. That was one of the best pro wrestling matches I've seen in a long time. Tore it down. Tore it down. Uh, um, then at the end of the match, of course, Orange Cassidy came out. I thought, and of course, I had—I had bro next. I was like, okay, listen, the crowd's going crazy. You got to just see what he does. <laughs> Orange Cassidy isn't someone that you can explain, like, to someone who's not, you know, saying a constant fan. He didn't do what he does, though. So, bro didn't get yeah. to really see what he did. But this match here, here's the yes. Well, I suppose going to win this match. Because um, that's kind of Orange Cassidy's lane until he evolves that character into something more. Orange Cassidy, I was surprised he got the big victory over Chris Jericho back back, but it didn't really do anything for him. There's a conversation that can be had about Chris Jericho feuds, but another time. Um, maybe MJF, but MJF, I think MJF was just gonna get over by sheer MJFness. Uh, oh, dude, huge MJF chant in between Dynamite and Rampage. 
Really? Oh, no, I, I read about that. Because the uh, the ring announcer was just reading signs. And it was a sign that said, pay MJF. And then the crowd just, oh, huge MJF chant. When when he comes back. It's going to be crazy. Crazy, crazy as hell. He's, listen, man. I know we've we talked about AEW is like a, a bit of a second rate. They're, they're the clear number two, right? They're not number two because of content. They're number two because of, of of visual. They have the major TV network deal. WWE is not number one because of their content. They're number one because of their visibility. But they play this MJF thing right. They might have they might have a budding star for real for real. I think they're. I think they're going to for real. For real, there was a story. Um, a TV personality. You ever heard of Sherry Shepard? I don't think so. She's a daytime TV personality. She was telling a story on another daytime TV show about meeting MJF because her son is a huge wrestling fan, and they were in an airport, and she saw MJF and went to go try to get an interview, not an interview, an autograph for her son, and MJF. Straight MJF'd it. <laughs> right? Now, for those just watching, it just sounds like a story of an asshole celebrity. But for those in the know, and I don't know if she was in the I didn't watch the video. I just read the story. I don't know if she's in the know or not in the know. But it's a wink and a nod to, I know what you're doing. Yeah. It's showbiz. But the fact that MJF and by virtue AEW is getting stories told about them on daytime television good look watch close watch close um but yes where were we? oh chris jericho feuds anyway orange cassidy um this is going to remind me of the orange cassidy Pac match from a couple yeah. years ago like it's going to start orange cassidy ish and then we get to be reminded that orange cassidy can't fucking go when he wants to or when it time calls for it when this match is going to slap yeah I'm looking forward to this in the fucking, one of the most matches I'm looking forward to. Fucking slumps. Fucking slump. Uh but yeah, he about to get his head chopped off. <laughs> uh real quick, like, real quick. It's gonna be some dope ass false finishes though. Uh with a lit ass crowd. You think we get a CM Punk appearance? Probably before the uh main event. I would hope so, right? Yeah. yeah, it being in Chicago, it being for the interim world championship. I know I'm kind of skipping ahead, but I, that would make sense. I would love to see a CM Punk. It'll be at the end of the match. You think so? Point. It's true. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. Yeah, I would hope before, but I mean at the end, you know, there's a little bit of shenanigans at the end just to let them know. Hey, listen, I'm coming for you, Bucko. Don't trip. I'm coming. Um, let's see. Winner take all. Jeff Cobb and Gray Okan of the United Empire versus FTR versus Rapongi Vice. Three-team tag team match. The winners take both the ROH and IWGP tag team championships. What you think, dog? Uh, this is probably the toughest one. Yeah. But I'm going to stick with the hometown heroes and go with FTR. Hometown heroes, huh? Yeah, they, I mean, fucking, they've just been, they've been killing it with just wrestling. Bro, 
just straight fucking wrestling. All they did to become baby faces was just wrestle good <laughs> and stop yeah. ignoring and just stop ignoring that people hate them. Yeah. And just like, okay, listen, you guys want to love us. We didn't really change. The changes have been so subtle. They're really the same great wrestling tag team. They just don't cheat as much. No. And that's it. Um, Dax, listen, the first half of the year, I wouldn't be mad if people had him in like their top 10 wrestler of the year list. Oh, yeah. Dax has been having a hell of a year. And I only said it because he's had a couple more singles matches than, than Cash. And because he beat Cash in the Owen. Dax has been been showing out. Showing his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook likes. That might be what it's fucking called, too. We got a couple. We got a few options. Um, you know, as we talked about, his match with Will Ospreay last week. I knew that was going to be a banger, but holy shit. Bruh. The whole butt of the knife to that crab leg, dog. Bang that shit. That shit was a slapper. Um, yeah, man. So I'm going with FCR too. This is just this man, this is gonna be their year, man. They they they're aiming to be the belt collectors that they've always wanted to be. Um did they do they still have the triple the triple A tag titles? No, I think they lost those. Okay. Well in two I could mean fucking what are they going to showcase the titles on? Like, who's going to showcase the titles if anybody besides FTR was going to win? Right, right. Um, I don't, I don't know. I'm going to look this up now. I wanna... That shit ain't on TV yet, is it? ROH. Yeah. No, not yet, not yet. Yeah. And no, they are still the AAA Tag Champions. Okay. So, yeah, man, just give them all the belts. Back it. Just yes, give them all the belts. Just why not? Put it in a best two out of three match with the Bucks later this year. They could take the belts from the Bucks too. I don't know, man. Um, yeah, man, they just been they just been killing this year. There's really no way around it. I, I can't see other way around it. Um, put it on them. It's it's the dream they've always had, and somehow it's coming true. When they left WWE, they said we want to be the tag champs of every fucking everywhere. And it's like, well, how are you gonna do that? You can only work for such and such company at a time. Well, this is their chance. Yeah, is a chance. Now they get to go to Japan, defend over there. Go to Mexico, defend over there, and really be that tag team. I I love it. I love it. Give me some more of it. I don't know the next line of the song, but uh, <laughs> it's all good. Never heard that one. You know Billy Ray. I like it. I love it. I want some more of it. You 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 I, know. I, I know it. You know. I know it. I don't, know, I don't know the words. It's all good. I don't know why this made me think of this. I really wish we got a video of Mr. Big Ren trying to shotgun a beer. That was a long time ago, too. Cutting a hole in the bottom. Cutting a hole in the bottom. Like, what the fuck? I, See, that's the first time, that's the first time though, that I've shotgunned a beer with an older person, and they've done that. Really? Did they just do yeah. it differently in the 80s? Just cut it on the bottom. Like, what are you doing, man? Like, it's not how this works. It's not how this works. All right, I guess. Whatever works. Uh, it's, yeah. it's 2022. Um, push it forward, man. Our first of two four-way matches. Um, 
this one to crown the first ever All-Atlantic champion. We got Pac versus Malachi Black versus Miro versus Tomohoro Ishii. Miro. <laughs> he didn't even didn't even hesitate. All fucking day. Why Just because like he's he's the only uh solo wrestler besides the dude from New Japan. Ishii. The other guy's got clicks. I hear that. I hear that. Um for the longest I said Miro go ahead. Miro needs some gold too. You know, for the longest I said Miro was gonna be the next world champion. And then you know CM Punk reign started. Um my my gut says Miro. My head is starting to say Malachi Black. But I don't really know why. I don't really know why. I'm gonna go with my gut here because Pac and Malachi Black cancel each other out just by virtue of their feud. The story has been going for a long time, but we still not gotten that one on one match. Yeah. Between exactly. the two of them. So that's still coming. Maybe that's coming for um what's the next one? All, All out? out. That's September though, right? So maybe not that long. Maybe on like a, a special episode of Dynamite. Um Pac would be a great choice. But I know there's been the inconsistent travel since you know since the pandemic started, so there's that. Um Ishii, he's gonna be in there to offset Miro's he's gonna be the other super brute against Miro and that clash is going to be dope but I don't see uh, a New Japan guy wearing AEW gold spoiler alert um, so yeah I'm going to go with Miro too man he he would be a great first champion to really set that reign off the right way of just straight wrestling um, yeah why not yeah let's get it let's yeah. get it give him some That's gold pretty fire dog when since when can Miro talk like that no shit, right? Bro. He definitely got some lessons when he was out. Bro. Well, he was acting too, though. He was what? He, he was acting too. Uh, see, I didn't, yeah, I didn't know that. He was, listen, He they didn't give him a chance to have a stick in WWE. Fuck no. Because Miro can talk, and every time he talks, it's fucking hard as hell. Miro be talking hard as hell. Cash. Cash shit every time. My man said, when y'all meet y'all maker, tell that coward the Redeemer wants to talk to him. I said, fuck, yo. <laughs> Let's get it. He still comes out of the heel tunnel. That'll be that that'll have to change soon, just by sheer mirrorness. Um I love it, man. I love the role he's been on. This is gonna be great. Do you think we'll ever see CJ Perry on, on television? Yeah. You think for so? Sure. Yeah. <clears throat> huh. I don't know. I don't know. We don't need her. It's almost like a little nod. Like, yeah, y'all know who my wife is. Um, but, yeah, I don't know, man. Andrade, he uh, he mentioned he's married now. Yeah, he did. He did mention. I'm, I got better things to do. I'm married now. I'm like, all right, yeah, I'm a little, all right, well. Keep her off to the beat. Wildin'. Wildin'. Um, dig it. So, <laughs> we sat and was like, yo, man, this – this night might uh, change up some of the some of the prediction numbers. As of yet, uh, no, not not at all. Um, I don't think so. And I'm and I don't think so either. But 
I have to ask because, you know, it just pays ass every once in a while. Predictability. Is it a good thing or a bad thing? I would say it's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. And, of course, there's always going to be the, the outliers. Um, nothing is 100%, right? People always focus on the exception. If everything was an exception, then it wouldn't be an exception. So I, I, I agree as well. I don't think there's anything wrong with being able to predict and know the outcome because the journey is going to be really important, right? Yeah. We knew Cody was going to win. We predicted Cody to win all three matches against Seth Rollins, but the journey of getting there was dope. And it's like sometimes like you watch a movie and like you already know what's going to happen at the end. Yeah. I don't really matter. Like just getting there. Getting the there, thing. right? We know if you get to if you watch a comedy there's going to be the the layout, and there's going to be some huge, like, problem, and then they got to fix the problem. That's how comedies work, you know what I'm saying? And sometimes the swerve, bro, just to have a swerve, bro, isn't a good idea. Yeah. The swerve for the sake of the swerve doesn't mean you told a good story. It just means you were trying to be different just to be different. Like I watched a movie like that a couple weeks ago, and it was just like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't shout it out. Fuck that movie. It ain't no I mean, point it break. Cool, like it was like, it's like what? Like, what like, why'd you kill her? Like, <laughs> <laughs> she ain't even had to die. What are you talking about? Why? Oh, that's funny. Tell me off air. I might want to watch it. Yeah, that's funny. We're down to our last three matches. Let's go with the AEW Women's Championship. Thunder Rosa. Versus Tony Storm. This will be a fun one, but yeah. I think it's pretty. Uh, <laughs> it's what? It's already decided. I feel like, but it'll be a fun one. Um, I don't think. I don't think the loser will uh, get hurt too much by losing yeah. this one. Ooh. I think Thunder Rose is going to retain. Gonna retain. I I do too. Um, couple questions. I think, Go ahead. I think uh, uh, Tony Storm is going to be the one to beat Jade. That's looking more and more like a strong possibility. Yeah. Because I think Tony Storm, of all of their signees, their signings, um, is starting to break out the pack the most. Hundred percent. And like organically too, right? I thought she was going to be in the finals of the Owen. Uh, me too. And and she wasn't, but you know they gave it to Ruby Riot, Ruby Soho. Um that just isn't landing. Um for neither one of us for different reasons, just not landing. Tony Storm seems to be landing differently. Like she can be in that that quadrant of of women to really push the division, you know, Britt Baker, Jade Cargill, Thunder Rosa, uh and and then Tony Storm. Um what do you think it is about the Thunder Rosa reign so far? Do you think it's kind of one of those things of, you know, the chase? Like, the chase is more important than actually being the champion? Think so? It's kind of like Hangman's. Yeah. Yeah. It's a pro wrestling trope, the, the, the heel champion. And waiting for someone to overcome that heel champion. Because um, there's only... One babyface champion right now. There's only one, and it's and honestly, 
Well, and I'm counting CM Punk because he's a, he's a world champion. But I mean, and there's only gonna there's there's about to be one. So really, there's no babyface champions. There's about to be one, and Moxley is different though. Yeah, like he's like, like he's not a heel, but like he's like an anti-hero. Yeah, yeah. Anti-heroes are always cool. Yeah, and yeah, Moxley is Moxley is different. Adam Page's story like, drove like, him to like. He would, like, save a fucking baby from, like, a burning building and tell the mom, like, you dumb bitch, you should have grabbed your fucking kid. You yeah, watch your fucking kids, you know what I'm saying? And people are like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's right. <laughs> Glad you got your baby back, but. Here's your fucking baby. Here's your, fu- <laughs> <laughs> here's your fucking baby is a bar and a half. Um. But yeah, maybe that's what's going on with Thunder Rosa. Is that it's 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 we're in the era of the heel champion, kind of like the, like you know again the old pro wrestling trope. Because even WWE, uh, we'll talk about it. And I mentioned it, you know, last week or last episode. They've got a heel champion. He just so happened to be like a fucking soap opera star. Um, the 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 hottest thing going. Um, so maybe it's that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Speaking of heel champions, Jay Cargill's looking for a new baddie. I didn't know if you had some time to to join the baddies. That's all. That's you, bro. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't got the time. The True, the dick cleavage. <laughs> Trying to get these likes up. It'll probably be Sunny Kiss. I'd be, I'd be okay. I think it'll be Sunny Kiss. Um, I don't see anybody else who fits the profile. Um, it's a they gotta fill out the fill out the squad. Red Velvet must be hurt for a while. She must be she she must be out of out of action for a while. Um, but yeah, you gotta fill the demographic. Um, I hate to use Pride Month as like a reason, but it doesn't hurt. Um, well, but here actually, what well, June's almost over, so they'll probably wait until after June to uh, to to do so. But Sunny Kiss hasn't been on Dynamite in a while. I keep seeing Sunny Kiss's name pop up. Uh, in different headlines, just for you know interviews and stuff, so it'd be a cool fit. It would fit. So. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, I'm going with Thunder Rosa too. If I didn't make that clear, um, while Tony Storm is breaking out of the pack, I don't think it means you just run and put the belt on her so fast. No. Right. Establish yourself, but it don't always mean you just go and get the belt. I was listening to a podcast. Did you ever watch Monty Brown back in TNA? No, I never really watched TNA. TNA, when they first got their Fox Sports deal, they would be on like Fridays at 3 p.m. I would catch like the second half of it after school. Uh, Monty Brown. Monty Brown, they they made they made a uh, comparison or someone made a comparison to Monty Brown being like Ahmed, uh, Ahmed Johnson. You remember Ahmed Johnson? Yeah, and that's not a fair comparison. The only comparison that they are, they're both like super buff black dudes. That's really an only comparison. Um, but Monty Brown, had he stuck with it longer, Monty Brown could have been the one. He like Monty Brown paved the way like a motherfucker for Bobby Lashley. If we're talking buff black dudes, but Monty Brown had way more charisma. Monty Brown really could have been the guy. 
But I tell this story because Monty Brown was so hot for TNA. Hot as hell for TNA. He, they were building up to a match between him and Jeff Jarrett for the title. And he lost. And people always point to that moment like, yo, why didn't they put the belt on him? Why didn't they put the belt on him? And Jeff Jarrett was saying, well, the reason they put the belt on him is that, like, yeah, he was hot. But it doesn't mean that he was ready to be a world champion. Now, maybe in hindsight, they could have just did it anyway just to see how it went, just to say they did it. But being hot in the moment doesn't always mean you just go and be the champion. Because no, sometimes that could do you more damage. For sure. Getting it too it fast. Real quick. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Monty Brown ended up leaving TNA shortly after, maybe like a year later, uh, and joined WWE as Marcus Corvon. You remember the you remember when ECW came back in like 06, 07? Yeah. He joined the ECW brand. Okay. Marcus All right. Corvon. He didn't last much longer. Um, he left the company to go tend to his family. There was like a family issue going on. His last match, and this is kind of interesting, his last match uh, was June 19th, 2007. Do you remember what else happened in June 2007? Yes, I do. Less than a week later, the Benoit tragedy happened. Yeah. And it was uh, a great speculation, again, just speculation that, you know, Monty Brown, he had his NFL money. He, he played in the NFL before, and he had his NFL money. He has pro wrestling money. He had all his senses about him. Monty Brown would only be like 50 right now, 50 or 52. So we're talking 15 years ago. So he, not even 40, right? So he had all yeah. his, his wits about him. He went to go tend to his family, and then a legendary pro wrestler killed himself and his family. Maybe that's another reason why he never came back. Yeah, it whatever be. the issue was, you know what I mean. Um, hell of a tangent. Uh, Monty Brown really was the guy. So we, you know, when you see Keith Lee do the pounce, yeah, that was Monty Brown's moves. Okay, that was Monty Brown's finisher, and he would, yeah, he, yeah, Monty Brown was a guy. He really was a guy. Salute, man. I hope things are well. But anyway, uh, long story short, Thunder Rose is gonna win, <laughs> and Tony Storm is super hot right now. Um, but you gotta have a little setback before you can get all the way up. So, um, for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship, we've got another four-way: Jay White versus Hangman Adam Page versus Adam Cole Bay Bay versus Kazuchika Okada. Woo! That's gonna be a banger. It's gonna be a fucking banger. Big slap. Big slap. Um. I think we're going to have a uh, retaining champion. Yeah. On this one. The Fatal Four makes it easier, I feel like. For him. Okay. In this one. Um, but maybe we get uh, a Cole and Jay White feud after this. You know, there's some. There's going to be some shit where they get into it on this one for sure. Mid-match. Yeah. They're absolutely going to have a segment where they got to fight it out. Yeah, for they sure. They got to fight it out. The build of this was kind of fun. Like... Again, short, but, you know, we just finished Double or Nothing. But it was still fun in the sense that, hey, I'm not defending against you, Hangman. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not defending against you, Adam. You lost twice to Hangman. Um, They were really slick in the sense of, like, they never, they never hinted toward 
the guy of New Japan even being part of this pay-per-view. Nope. Just, ne- just Wednesday. <laughs> Never hinted it at all. And we should have seen it because Jay White just beat Okada for the championship and dropped them ether bars on that promo of being oh. – what a, what, a, what a promo of being the catalyst of pro, of pro wrestling. Um but yeah, then the, the the bells rang out, the crowd went crazy, and we about to get a, another another slapper of a four way. Um, I'm going with Jay White. I'm going with Jay White. Just like I don't see um, a member of New Japan holding the heavyweight championship of AEW, I don't see an AEW member holding the championship of New Japan. Um, going back, what did we predict, predict here? FTR. FTR is different. FDR is taking everybody's belts. <laughs> anyway, FDR is taking everybody's belts. But I don't see a member of AEW holding the New Japan Championship. Um, who's taking the pin? Adam Cole. Mm, I think so. Me too. Yeah. Me too now. Because... Hangman just lost the title. Adam Cole just won the Owen, so he can eat it a little bit more. Um, so we're kind of in the rebuild process of Hangman. Not that he needs to be rebuilt. I mean, he just got a great a great win uh, over, over Silas Young. A uh, great win over Silas Young. Um, Adam Cole hasn't wrestled since the Owen. And they're not going to waste a pinfall on the Okada White story. In AW, no. they're gonna keep building that up too. So, uh, and plus, I mean, hell, it's Adam Cole and his and his old buddy. I'm just just doing the favors, doing the favors. Uh, but yeah, that's gonna slap. That's gonna slap too. I'm looking forward to that one. That's gonna slap too. And it's a different component, different component than the other four way. Like you look at it on paper, yeah, it's another four way, but completely different components. Uh, but between the two I, of them, I'm- say again. Not even close to being the same. It's going to be a different kind of slap. Different kind of slap. I imagine, yeah, the stakes will be higher. It's like, okay, how can we follow this up? Because we're a four-way match. But stylistically, no, this this, this is going to be great. Uh, Bringing us to what I presume to be the main event of the evening for the interim AEW World Championship. We've got Gian Moxley in a dream match personal dream match of his taking on Hiroshi Tanahashi the ace of New Japan Pro Wrestling we've basically like spoiled this multiple times <laughs> throughout the night yeah uh for clarity we're both, we're both going with Moxley correct yeah um Moxley's the guy for them yeah he's one of like, the he's guys all that guy he his his whole aura is different like his whole aura is just kind of different. Um, not and that's said not even to mention like what he went through. But he he really really might be like the heartbeat of AEW. Like his signing and how he goes about things. His debut when he debuted against uh, attacking Kenny Omega, like it's the anti-authoritarian. Uh, uh, am I saying that word right? Anti-authority, I would say the anti-authority nature, the rebel nature. 
he really might be the heartbeat of AEW. Got that Stone Cold attitude. Where it's just like, fuck it, man, I'm a wild thing. I run through the crowd because I'm a man of the people and I don't trust nobody. I barely trust the BBC. Ha, 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 ha. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, it feels right. Let's give him this win in this dream match he's been wanting for years. Um, And, and build to something else, man. First two-time champ. So, he's been hunting him. Hunting. He said, listen, it was business, but this Sunday, you know what I'm saying? It's personal. My guy. Love you, though. My guy. It is. It is, man. It is. We got one. Say again. Chicago's going to go fucking nuts. Fucking nuts, bro. Fucking nuts. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. That's only nine matches. It felt like a longer card. Felt like a longer card. Um, Anyone missing from the card? Um... Well, Jurassic Express, they, they'll be out for a while. <laughs> uh, Keith Lee and Swerve look to be on the way to a breakup soon. Uh, pretty, just, say again? They just won on Dark. They won on Dark. They did. However, on Rampage, so we didn't get to see this on Rampage, uh, at, the, at the Rampage taping, but I actually got to watch it in one of the many hotel rooms I've been in. Um, they had a bit of a... They were kind of a little bit of tension in their interview because they were talking about the Battle Royals. They had a little bit of tension. Swerve was trying to figure out, you know, Swerve was trying to smooth over, like, hey, man, it was a singles competition match, man. You know what I'm saying? It was a man for himself, you know what I mean? And then uh, Pretty Ricky and Powerhouse came and was like, yo, y'all, y'all not even a real tag team. Like, y'all still ain't beat us yet. You know what I'm saying? So we still got that match coming. Um, who else are we missing? They still somehow found a way to showcase – most of their elite talent. Uh, Warlord doesn't have a match. Scorpio Sky is still injured. Um, but yeah, still found a way to somehow really still showcase what they got going on. So we'll see how it goes, man. It's going to be a great night of uh, pro wrestling. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Like, at, the, at the start of the day, I was thinking, I was like, fuck, man. Like, like low key, like, not like super hyped about this pay per view. Mm-hmm. Like, excited about it but like, i'm not like not all jazzed up about it right this is the definition of a showcase yeah the definition of a showcase um it didn't have the stories going into it like any past AEW pay-per-view uh most of the stories are continuances of leading up to blood and guts or quick little three to four week mini stories just based off just the merits of being great pro wrestlers um so yeah, the, you don't have the same emotional attachment, and I and I and I'm feel you on that. I'm with you on that. Um, just looking forward to a, a just a dope night of wrestling. It's like uh, you, you go to the local uh, <laughs> the the local VFW. Only there's a little bit more story behind it, just because you want to go see some dope wrestling at a dope venue. So yeah. I'm not mad at that, man. Not mad at that. Um, did you watch uh, Did you watch SmackDown last week? I caught the end of it. You caught the end of it. I did too. I I watched the uh, the the Riddle Roman Reigns match. Say that three times fast. And uh, I knew something was going to happen. It ended cleanly. He's listen. He's got the crown in the palm of his hands when he tells him to. Wh- where were they? Wherever oh. they were. City that we're in. <laughs> Acknowledge me, and they go fucking crazy. And I love it. I love it. Right. I knew something was going to happen, 
And then you heard it, man, that familiar twang of the guitar. I think it's a guitar. We'll just say it's a guitar or whatever. Brock Lesnar is back. Farmer Brock. We've got a Farmer Brock. Uh, (laughs) Farmersonly.com. And we are going to have Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar, last man standing at SummerSlam. Of course, we'll get to the SummerSlam pay-per-view when it's time to. Um, what do you think about it, man? They had to do something. They had to do something. You know, like I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of these long, long, long fucking feuds. You know, mm-hmm. but I mean, and then I mean, fuck the fact that. We had that at WrestleMania, you know, like, and then, yeah, that was WrestleMania, the title versus title. Yes, sir. So now we're getting it at another big pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not mad at the SummerSlam rematch because there's been like histories of that, right? Yeah. I... I'm not exactly excited for it, but I'm not mad at it. Yeah, that's how I am. Because they they had to do something. Randy Orton appears to be out for a while. I guess they don't want to pull the trigger. Oh, they already have the the Drew the Drew Rum. They so Drew did challenge him for Clash of the Castle, right? I think so. Yeah, and that's not until September. Yeah. So, I mean, Roman Reigns isn't he wasn't going to lose at SummerSlam anyway, but like. Yeah, um, having like, that idea was that uh, fucking have him go ahead and challenge him this far out. God damn. Yeah, and it being an overseas show, I guess they want to you know still ramp it up for the overseas ticket sales. They got one of their own in the main event, but like, nah, we're gonna go to that shit regardless. They were yeah, true. It's a WWE show when they wouldn't normally get one right. Oh. Um. It's very SummerSlam 92-ish. SummerSlam 92 was headlined by Bret and Bulldog in England. I don't know how I don't know how soon in advance they announced it. Uh, I don't know if they had a pay-per-view <laughs> or a heavy, heavy show right before it. But, you know, yeah. Um, again, they had to do something, man. So I'm not mad. If you got to do a replacement, go big. What does it say? Or does it say anything, or what does it say about maybe their lack of credible baby faces to challenge Roman Reigns? Um, I mean, fuck, dude. They just they don't stick with the storyline. The shit, like, I feel like that's where they fuck up. They don't stick with the fucking storyline. It changes so often. Give me an example. I mean, just like they... I have stick. one. Yeah, like what do you got? I mean, like, well, they they teased the Shinsuke Nakamura showdown. Yeah, um, and didn't go with that. They also have Bobby Lashley. Um, that would be an organic feud, one that would make sense, one that could be seen as a a truly viable opponent too. Um, I know he's he's in the feud with Theory. Uh, but I mean, he got done with Omos and was saying, "Yo, come for the strap, come for the yeah. belt." So I think that's when they could have went to. They could have revisited the Seth Rollins feud because that match ended via DQ. It's like they, it's like I feel like they have they. I feel like they think that they have no idea 
what to do besides, oh, fuck it, I'll just bring Brock back. Hit the In case of emergency, hit the Brock glass? Yeah. 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 The stipulation, I'm already kind of going into my prediction, clearly. The stipulation makes it easy for Brock to lose and not get beaten, one, two, three. But just let him win clean. Why Can't not? do that. Like, do that. Let him. Fuck that. <laughs> that's your guy. That's your guy. Brock has no issue with it, clearly. And that's why I'm not. That's why I'm not mad. There's there's probably more juice to squeeze out of this as far as characters character stuff goes. Farmer Brock enjoying himself. Um, Roman Reigns being Roman Reigns and Heyman being Heyman. But like the the Mania match was a little underwhelming. It was. So give him a chance to up the ante. But like yeah, give him give him a straight up match. Let Roman Reigns win. There's not a lot of. We'll say all this more during SummerSlam, but there's not a lot of um, drama you cre- you can create with a last man standing match. Last man standing was it was really one of my favorite matches growing up. Chris Jericho and Triple H have the best last man standing match ever, but there's not a lot of drama with it. Like the last one Roman Reigns was in, like the ref kind of botched the count because they couldn't get the the handcuffs undid. You know what I'm saying? So those are kind of creative links you have to go through. So. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see in this build. Uh, but yeah, you know, yeah, they they had to do something. So press the Brock button. Press that button. Make it go. Um, huh. We'll see. We'll see. Um, anything else shaking, man? You ready to get out of here? Yeah, then we can call it. Let's call it, man. Big man, let me know. I can reach you on the social media, as my guy. Uh, all you sick fucks out there, you can find me on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at a motherfucker. A underscore M A A F F H U C K A. Check it the fuck out. I love it, man. Check me the fuck out on Twitter and the instant grams at Juvie Desai. You know, J U V I D E S A Y U N O. Check out the show page. Me and Big Ren on the show page on Twitter on the instant grams at the hard camera. Live coverage, witticisms, whatnot, here to forth, etc. And things of that nature. But above all else, Spotify. Anchor, Google Podcasts, Breaker, and Radio Public. We're damn near everywhere, y'all. Tell somebody to tell somebody to tell somebody to tell them not to tell somebody. But they're going to tell them anyway so they can tell somebody else. No doubt. We will be back next week with the recap to the Forbidden Door, but also for our Money in the Bank prediction show. Money in the Bank coming up July 2nd. It's a Saturday in front of uh, 65,000, I mean 17,000 in Las Vegas. It's Money in the Bank, though. Like, maybe the case is washed, but the match will still be fun. Pretty big UFC fight that weekend, too, that Saturday night. The same night? (laughs) Same fucking night. (laughs) Probably in Vegas? Yeah, I think it's in Vegas. It's uh, Mandalay Bay? Uh, Saudi uh, Israel, I think. Okay. Fight for his title. So, I mean, yeah, why the fuck would you put that on Saturday night going against that? <laughs> well, you know what? Maximize You know what? Las Vegas is cool with it. <laughs> Hell yeah, because they're getting paid. They're getting super paid. A lot of business brought to the city that weekend. I don't know. Maximize the money somehow. You know how people do, like, uh, like wherever WrestleMania is, like, they'll do wrestling-related shows. 
or there may maybe it's one of those things where like maybe they're building off of each other in the sense of maybe UFC is the bigger draw in Vegas or maybe the WWE brand is a huge draw so maybe they're just going to build off each other and generate money it might not be in Vegas no but still I mean either way yeah yeah it could be a little it could be tough on the, on the pay-per-view dollar uh, well, not if you have the peacock, uh, so never mind. Uh, but dig it, man. I am your guy, Juve. I'm here, with my, I'm here with my tag team partner, Big Ring, the legendary, and together we are Bob Holly and the One Two Three Kid. Until next time, uh, we will see y'all next time. Amigos. Salute. <sighs>